Here We Are, the Pathhead Choir Songwriting Project, in collaboration with Autumn Voices, funded by Creative Scotland and a grant from the Hope Scott Trust Fund. Episode 8, Here We Are. Hi, my name's Mags Bryan and I'm, uh, my working background was in social work, but at present I offer people accompaniment through spiritual direction. It really um, lit my candle, really, in a way, in terms of the, the, the opportunity to be creative um, and, and to be creative with other people. Certainly, I, I really appreciated being part of that small group of people. And uh, it, because of it, it just felt safe and because of the maturity of the group um, that had been chosen and it felt safe to share. Um, no one had anything to prove, really, and that was the great thing. The first few weeks in the, the songwriting group, we, we used those quite random exercise, writing exercises. How did you find that process? I really enjoyed that because I, I tend to think in metaphors, so um, it just felt like home for me in a way, um, and I really enjoyed writing them. So this is a, a piece that I wrote for a writing exercise, and we were given the topic of autobiography of the rain. I am a small grey whisper lingering in a vast blue expanse, breathing quietly in and out, in and out. Suddenly, blown by some strange energy that takes me up and over the mountain tops, where I see for the first time others just like me, I wonder. Should I move or should I wait? Perhaps taking my lead from the others who seem to be combining into a pulsating, lingering breath that sighs in the bulging clouds. Unexpectedly, without warning or knowledge, I start to cry on the earth beneath, getting smaller and smaller in the process. Smitty is what they call me at this stage of life, and I hear many moans and groans from those on the ground, well, at least for a short while. Then, as I cease my crying, I rise back up to join the small, grey whisper once again. I think when we, it came to writing the, the actual lyrics, um, it was fascinating just seeing things like the patterns of words within the frame of a verse, or yeah. just um, words that were too harsh or hard to include in a yeah. song that would jar. It, that was yeah. just really interesting. Uh, and also just the opportunity for us to learn at this stage as well, learn something new. Really, absolutely beautiful. So you then, you then went on and largely focused on here we are, along with Val. That's right. Yes. So talk about. So where did that 
how did that all start? Talk talk about the process of that song, Mags. Yes, I think we we in fact it was Val, Sue, and I initially um, started to discuss the fact that we wanted to be positive about um, the older years and um, find a way of of sharing that. However, initially, um, instead of here we are, I think I started with we are here and it, and it came out of some uh, negative experiences we'd had with younger people uh, and their uh, appreciation or lack of who we are. And so when we started with um, we, we are here and somebody in the group pointed out, which again was just part of the um, maturity of the group, um, somebody pointed out that that was perhaps a wee bit too con- confrontational when we said yeah. we are here. And so it was just a, sim- a simple and a subtle shift to move to here we are and yeah. to be able to then um, consider what what is it that we have that we bring to in these years. And, and again, you know, we were able to do that with quite um, easily, you know, to slip into this new uh, approach uh, with thanks yeah. to the person who'd offered the wisdom to make that yeah. change so so it was it was mainly about the the positive aspects of life and what we've got and what we um the gifts that we have and yeah. just to treasure those really um and make a statement that we're still here you know we, yeah. we are here to offer what we've got and what we've walked through in life um all the experiences in life that we could offer it to others, uh, especially for younger people. Here we are, you know, became like Max really wanted the anthem and we really did produce this thing that became powerful and I can remember when you did this bit at the end, you know, this almost um, sort of uh, uh, instrumentally bit, but you said, oh, maybe you can fit some words in there. And we just sort of started taking little phrases out and punching them in, which became this chorus. And it was just really uplifting. I mean, I would drive home feeling so high that, you know, I couldn't sleep at night <laughs> with the adrenaline. <laughs> the one in particular um, that's, we sang uh, we are here um that one not that i feel isolated but it was very much an anthem for older people where you know i see people in our community who are hidden away and often it's only when you go to somebody's funeral that you um hear the rich life that they've had and that, that um, one was very poignant in terms of, you know, we are here. And I think that's the one where we actually turned our backs on the audience at one point. And then we turned around again. And uh, it was that just at the bit of choreography, although simple, added to what we were doing as well. And then we had the, the very interesting experience of 
when it got handed out to Tom Bancroft to arrange, when we he he did the most left field arrangement of all the arrangements, which was quite a everybody had to really open up their relax <laughs> their relaxed strategies to let it in and and let let it settle and see what how they felt. That was quite a powerful moment in the project. I thought, how how did you? How was it for you? Yes, I think I think initially I um, it was it was certainly not um, something that was running through in my head. Um, the, the, the as you say, we out in left field, kind of with the buses don't run. Um, but um, I think once I'd heard it and once we sat, started to sing it, it just settled into its, itself and. Yeah felt just just right you know it just felt um a way of of creating the anthem around it um yeah it just it was it was just that statement yes it certainly was for me a really good learning experience on the whole thing of collaboration both in terms of writing with people um yeah. something that you felt that you'd started and somebody came along and um you know, wanted to join in with it and letting that go. And that was part of, which is part of the, the, the process of our older years anyway, letting go. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that was certainly practised from all of us, actually, I think. It's a powerful process and, it, and it's often the, the first reaction is to resist some, you know, these other influences. But then when you open up and let them in, you feel yourself expanding. Yes, you, that's you, right. You know, which is which is amazing. It's an amazing thing, and I thought our group was so brilliant at that. Yes, I think I think you said that. You know, just that thing of expanding with the collaboration, yeah. because often you think of losing something when you have to lose something yeah. of yourself or whatever that you're offering at that time. But in actual yeah. fact, the collaboration just expanded the whole process, expanded the whole yeah. experience, really. Well, at first I just thought, oh my goodness, you know, what is this? This is really different from what I expected. Um, it, it had to grow in me, I have to say. It was it was a shock. <laughs> and yet um, it was it was amazing how um, once we started singing it in the choir, um, everybody got on board and we all realised that it was really good, you know. Um, and, and as you said, I remember you saying something about... Um, you know, it's it's a collaborative project, you know, and there's three different people involved in a way, you know, there's there's the song, the the words, there's the lyrics, and then there's the the arranger, and um you have to learn to let go. And that was a really that was a really interesting thing, you know, that you you did have to learn to let go and realise you're all working together. And then all the songs ended up being amazing. And then say listening to someone like Tom Bancroft's arrangement. Yeah. That was extraordinary to me too because it it felt like it was something so different, yes. so um, unreachable for me. But suddenly, I mean, I was welling up because <laughs> it was so powerful, <laughs> and yet it was like this: "Oh God, I'm crying!" and it's a disco beat. <laughs> and so I felt like I I had started to judge it. And then was immediately just sucked right into it, and there was yeah. no, I couldn't judge it. I was like so blown away by it. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, and all of the arrangements 
every single one of them were like that for me. My name's Tom Bancroft. I'm a jazz drummer. I'm a composer. Um, and I do a bunch of other things. I do quite a lot of teaching music, but different ways. But yeah, trying to make something from music and creativity. I, th I think the the writers of the song. Um, I think it was it was quite a personal statement about their them being where they were in their lives yeah. and um but i also pretty quick pretty immediately sensed that there was something universal about the song in in the sense that it it um captured something that could be applied by a lot of people to a lot of different situations in as going through life yeah. including anybody that feels that not they're not being they're not being valued or paid attention to or they're somehow excluded or uh, so I, that's one of the things I loved about it. I just felt it was even, I, I think it was quite specific about the people who'd written it, how they felt, but it it also had this um, universality, which I think really good songs do. I immediately, for some reason, started thinking of Christine and the Queens and, and I just immediately could s sort of, knew it had to be electronica and it had to be it had to be sort of movement and it had to, it had to be sort of an anthem like a big a really big statement uh just just the way the piece hit me um the lyrics in particular um i just i just instinctively had a sense of what it should be and which is quite it's it's quite normal for me to be i'm quite like that i'm sort of quite instinctive and intuitive so things hit me and i just kind of know what i want to do sometimes i don't really know why um. sort of soundscape of the finished thing uh came fairly you know fairly quickly in the first sort of almost like the first session of writing and uh, i i just got immediately got excited by that because i could just imagine it was the bit, it's the bit where the, the the choir have their back to the audience and not singing and just dancing that, that was kind of like the the bit that i did first which sounds kind of perverse um so yeah so that that's what happened first and then i also knew that i wanted to um i've written quite i've written course before and, and i'm really interested in harmonizing things and that process so i knew that i wanted to have some some of the piece where there was exploring harmonies so that it wasn't just just a sort of unison thing but i felt like it, it needed to be not all harmonized and that's where I get the right balance of complexity. And then, then, the, then fairly quickly, I sort of, while playing around in logic, I came up with this quite mental 
sort of break breakdown section, which I just somehow kind of loved it, and I just thought this 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 is this is meant to be in this piece. So, and because I knew that Dave Milligan was playing in during the performance, I thought I've worked a lot with Dave, and I just, just thought he he could improvise over this section, and I just kind of so I started I started kind of very early on seeing it as a whole thing. Um, and uh, kind of, you know, it sounds perverse, but the, the singing bit of it was almost like the last part of it. But I kind of, I had a sort of sense that I, I knew that I would be able to write that, and it, I really liked the the composition. So I I I sort of knew that that would just slot into the. To, but I needed to have a sense of it as a whole, and that's kind of quite, sometimes how I write. So so I, I kind of I guess I had this sense of these old, older people going, you know, just staring at the audience and going, look at us, we are here. Do you need, we want you to kind of just engage with us as the, yeah. these full-blown human beings that we often yeah. get overlooked and people yeah. can sort of miss, you know, people can stop seeing older people and yeah. just so, stop seeing them as people. So I had the sense of um, this song was the way to go. No, you, you have to look at these people. They're really, they're really strong and, they, and they've got real passion and, sort of a fierceness about them that's kind of what i was getting off the composition and also i wanted to deliver that energy with the music i i sort of expected there to be some Turbulence, and I think um, collaborative working. What I like about it very much is that um, it's this synthesis of how different people see how work should be, and I did. I I, I kind of like the idea of throwing something at the group, and there being a slight freak out about it. I kind of, I I, I found that. I mean, I, I guess I would have been disappointed if they'd all gone. Oh, fine. And it was interesting because it, it was it was a kind of lesson in life, I think, the way what you said about, you know, it's like a child. You can take them so far, but then they have to go off and do their own thing. And, you know, you give them off to someone else and they mould them in a certain way and everything. Um, it doesn't stop you loving them as much, but they're just a different type of shape. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, and I think that's um, how I felt about, well, it was here we are, wasn't it? Yeah, it's very. It's a very powerful thing to collaborate. I mean, I, I'm used to it as a professional writer, but I still have to really push myself to open up. And you know, it's it's a powerful thing. I think mm -hmm. that's something I've learned as a facilitator with this project. Actually, that I would flag that possibility up before. I, I was going to say that. I think. I think that should possibly be made clear to people yeah um that it is something that they undoubtedly everyone is going to feel that about something yeah um and it would i think it would have helped to have known in advance that you're going to come across this reaction you know like yeah. well we we play the songs in in the group and we all think oh that's really really good in the hands of someone else it's going to sound completely different yeah yeah
I just found the whole thing interesting and exciting. Uh, just hearing hearing the group singing it, knowing that they composed it, knowing that you composed it. Um, I thought that the whole one of the things that was was very exciting was just the high the, such high quality project in terms mm. of all the comp- composing you had done and all the lyric writing for all of the pieces. Yeah. Were, were consistently high quality all the way through yeah. and um it was just like wow this is really great you know this is yeah. when you when you start to see the whole thing um it's like wow this is a this is a fantastic project and i'm yeah. I, I just felt excited to be part of it at that point an amazing example for any other projects um you know to show what a community quite a small community probably can do when they sort of come together and um yeah, I know it was an ama- I think it was an amazing opportunity and my mum really loved it. So I think the more that that can be shared, the better. And if other people in other communities can do similar things, that would be amazing. It feels important to capture that perspective of life because it's important for all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's kind of the area of life that tends to get ignored um, yeah. because it's not quite as relevant when actually... It's incredibly relevant. It's more relevant yes. than ever. I think it definitely needs, uh, you know, an ongoing life. Mm. Um, I think, I think there's something about connection. There's something about possibly what the songs and the experience of the group could offer to other people in a way that you know could potentially offer connections or. Um, inspiration to other groups you know I'm thinking particularly along the lines of age but it could be other kinds of groups who've got experience yeah. there that that, that yeah. music and songwriting could help them to share or unlock or um, create around so yeah I suppose that opportunity for connections that could bring creative inspiration for other groups um yeah. I like the intergenerational idea as well I was certainly thinking that when we were when what you know when I was when, when I came to see the performances and thinking about you know the opportunities for groups of you know young people and older people to connect I think I said before I, it did change my life to a certain extent it sounds really corny but um it did make me far more confident I think and and able to kind of stand up with people I don't know so well um and I think that really did make a difference Gift, really um it's it's I, mm-hmm. I just feel it's been so special and a great privilege to be part of um I I just feel incredibly lucky to have had you know that opportunity featured the song Here We Are, lyrics written by Mags Bryan and Val Dykeman and the Pathhead Choir Songwriting Group, music by Sophie Bancroft, choir arrangement and backing track by Tom Bancroft, and the song was performed by the Pathhead Choir with Dave Milligan on piano. 
You can read more about the project at autumnvoices.co.uk forward slash projects. To find out more about the work I do, you can visit www.sophiebancroft.co.uk.